Hey, we good here? Good. I'm getting back to work. So, welcome to the Purple Pill Podcast. Uh, we're back again. Uh, we're streaming on Twitch today. Uh, so, how you been doing this week? Let's just get right uh, this week has been hot. Just hot. Just hot. Am I wrong? I mean, I had a decent week. I've been in the AC a lot. We started going back to the offices. Y'all started so, going back to the office? We did. We went back on Wednesday. And then, god damn it, I went to Indiana this past couple of days. Helped the buddy move. It rained for like 12 hours straight. In Indiana? It was disgusting. That's crazy. While you were moving? Yeah. That's the worst. That is the worst. I moved all his couches with him. He had like 20 beds for some reason. 20 beds? Uh, Not really. There was just a lot of beds. Yeah. Um, I moved a litter box for the first time in my life. That was an experience. I did not know. What's there? I did not know that people who own cats had to own a litter box. Yeah, you got to. Apparently, your animal shits in your house. Yeah. That was. You know, you had to have a litter box. I mean, I mean, the cats don't go outside. I guess there's so. certain cats that can go outside, but no, you got most of them have litter boxes. Yeah. I figure that out. Yeah. Um. I tried my first non-alcoholic Heineken. That sounds gross. That was. It was. It tastes just like a Heineken. Just didn't get you drunk. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a good experience either. Just saying. It was there. It was an option. Um, Mm. I got to go to one of Indiana's uh, breweries slash bar things. We went. We got a couple of their, like, signature brands of whatever. Fantastic. There was one that was clear. It tastes like... Uh, not strawberries, cherries, but it was like a a whiskey that was clear. It was I can't That's describe it. It was That's phenomenal. I forget the name of the place, but if we ever go back, I'll take you. For sure, <laughs> cherry whiskey. It was fantastic. I mm. liked it. Interesting. Uh, How you been, Rock? I've been good. Well, that was my week. I've been good. Uh, I went to a baseball game this weekend. That was fun. Which one? Uh, the Columbus Clippers. I don't know who that is. Columbus Clippers? We got a baseball team here. I've never been. It's actually a really good park. They say, uh, I was looking, I was reading about it before I went, uh, because I went with my dad. Uh, They were saying it's like one of the best, uh, has one of the best menus in all the minor leagues. When you Uh, say menu? Menu. Menus. Venue. Venue. Like vendors. Oh. They have a roosters in there. They have a city barbecue in there. Oh! They have every. They have regular ballpark food. Where is this uh, place? It's Huntington Park. It's downtown. We're going. That's what we're doing this summer. I I, I told Rob, man. I, I you gotta go. You gotta go at the right time of the night, man. You gotta be at night because it's. Is that night time? I think you. What time did? What time was the game last night? Yeah. The, the game we went to was at like seven o five. They're gonna PM? be here again in two weeks, but I told I told my dad I couldn't go because the counter fight. Hmm. Mm. Who's so, but they're, they're gonna be. It's gonna be here all summer. It's, it's it's it was really fun. Just go there, go to the ballpark, and yo, let me tell you, there, there's that? some 
fine ass white girls at that game. Yeah. They were they were gonna have a field day. Would you? Why me? Why me? Why me? Ask him I again. Think we, I think we all will have a field day. I don't I know. Mean, My girl watches this, so you can I mean, talk not, to me about not, that. Not, not, not him. I think any uh, uh, that's the devil. <laughs> Look at you, dry snitching. I quit. Y'all gotta start paying me. I'm, I give up. <laughs> me and Rob, anybody would go there and have fun. Anybody would go oh there and have fun. Oh my god! After everything I done did for you, you but gonna throw me on the bus? I say anybody would go there and have fun. <laughs> the only, the don't only problem said was the reason why. I like food, me personally. That's why I have fun. What was the problem, bro? I I paid ten dollars for a draft beer, for a to- for what? For a large draft beer, like oh, a twenty-four God. ounce. Bro, it wasn't even that big for real. Was it? I smashed like two. Ten dollars. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah, we're gonna have to sneak my girl and her person because I'm not doing that. You said roosters. Roosters is in there. City Do not have a bar. And for real, for real, you can just walk around the park and just and just hey, what's going on with the game? Just wait till the end. It was a good game too. We lost in overtime. And uh, extra innings, but it was a good game. Shout to oh, my dad caught a ball too. It was he was on the news and shit apparently. Where? For like a brief second, it was crazy. Can you play it? Is that on TV? He sent it to me. It's it's not it's not a good video. I could actually put it up here if I wanted to. Oh, do it. I'd love to see that. Yeah, let's see that real quick, man. Let's see that. Shouts out to Rob's dad. Uh, I'm not Rob's rude and doesn't introduce people. Should have brought him on. We could have talked to him. Add him on. FaceTime him real quick. Put him on there. But the funny part is, I ducked out the way because I almost <laughs> got hit in the face by the ball. Oh, shit. Like, I know this This sounds crazy as hell. The ball was coming. At the, he hit, the guy hit the home run, and it was coming at me. And the ball got hit over to us before, but the, they had nets up that were like 20 feet high. So I was like, I was like, oh, shit. So when it was coming the second time, I was like, okay, I got to judge this thing and see if it's going to go over the net or not. I was like, oh, no, it's going over. Oh, I didn't get out the way. And I got <laughs> out the way. It said, boom. And my dad said, ah, I got the ball. It was wild. It was wild. You caught it barehanded? No, no. It, it, it hit right behind us and you just picked it up. I was about to say, he's he's done. Could you imagine him? No, you can't catch your thing Could you imagine him just saving your life and just being like, boom. <laughs> just like, bro, Darren, when I tell you that's it, it would have hit me right in the head. It would have hit me right in the head if I didn't move. Why you have a helmet on? I know he was probably like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> so wait, they don't have nets yeah, at they baseball do. games. They do. And you can just clear it. All right, oh, watch where you're sitting too, though. Depends on where you're sitting too, though. We're in right field. You never been to a baseball game? Nah, not since my brother used to play. I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest with you. Going to a baseball game is like the only experience of a baseball game. You can't watch it on TV no more. Yeah. Once you go there, you start to realize, yeah, this is why the sport is. You gotta be here to like. I've been to soccer, football, hockey, basketball. Also, you just learn shit. I learned all types of shit there just from being there. That that new rule changes and bullshit because of COVID. Yeah. Apparently, they have a new rule saying that if it goes to extra innings, you automatically get a player on second base. Bro, where are you in this video, man? This oh, I hilarious. ducked out the way. You you see me for like li- maybe a split second. 
Right He's like ducked out the way, bro. That thing came in fast, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> because he I saw it. I watched it the whole time. I was just judging if it was going to go over the fence or not. Over the uh, net or not. That's you looked at that ball like it was your enemy. Uh-huh. Right? He died. <laughs> he looked at it like, bro. Y'all good? <laughs> like, don't come from my head again. <laughs> bro, that's my worst fear. My worst fear is getting being in the wrong spot and getting a foul ball coming at you and you're not paying attention. That's one thing you have to be. You got to be paying attention, oh, at least for the bat sound. I am weak. Oh my goodness! I'm gonna oh. just wear a helmet or a suit of armor. Bruh. That's gonna really get a goal. I don't know how you survive it. I don't know how you survive it. Do you get paid if you get hit? Absolutely. If it does, yeah. If it does any damage, yeah. There's. I think there was a case. You should have got hit, Rob. We would have been paid. I think we would have been sponsored. Case. That kid got messed up. Bro, I'm not, bro, first of all, you know, that, that was probably a fastball. So that's probably going like 93 to 95 miles per hour because it's a minor league game. And off a of bat, that thing's probably coming at me like 120 miles to 110 miles per hour. Okay. I'm so, not taking that on the head. Let me adjust my answer. We would have been super paid. Nigga, I would have been paid or dead. I, I ain't going out like that. Trust and believe. I ain't going out like that. This is God saying, yeah, you said you wanted to be rich, right? <laughs> All right, I'm about to take an eye. <laughs> Worst case scenario, you just get a dent right here. Oh, them nah, balls are... Nah, bro. Nah, them, them just hurt. Them I just, bet. I'm just bro. talking shit. Yeah, man. Nah. Well, yeah. I'm glad you're alive. I'm glad your ultra instinct kicked in. And you I know, I, the ball. Trust and believe, I had my eye on the ball the whole time. I saw it off the bat. I was like, oh, shit, that's coming towards us. Oh shit! I need to start judging this ball if you see if it goes over the net. Oh, it's coming over. I need to get out the way. Then all I heard was boom, and my dad said, "Ah!" I was like, "Oh my god, this nigga really just got a ball." That's why that hmm? beer costs so much. They don't right. want you to keep on drinking to the point that you didn't have the instincts to uh to dodge it. That was, great, was the that was really fun. I was the audience. The crowd was it mixed race, mostly white people. It was mostly white people. But uh, there were there was there was a couple of black folks here and there. Black people yeah. like baseball. You look? Yeah. It's a good game to go to, bro. How many baseball games have you gone to? Uh, I went to a Cincinnati Reds game. Like a couple. Of I've never been to a baseball game. It was kind of. Uh, I lied. I have been at work during a baseball game and watched a baseball game when I was working in D.C. I got to see the what are they, the Capitals. I think so. Something like that. Yeah. I got to see them. That's dope. That's dope. It's always a good time if you ask me. It's just. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I don't really know the rules of baseball. Besides, you hit the ball and you run. I don't really know. It's pretty much it. And then if somebody tag you with the ball or get it to the base before you run to it, you're pretty much out. There's no fouls. Yeah, if you just yeah. if you hit it. I don't know all that shit. I mean, it's just shaped like a diamond. If it, uh, if you hit it and it goes outside the, the base, your vision out these. I don't know how it's out your vision. Out, bro. I don't know how it's playing. Yeah. Out, out of, out of. Uh, it's called a foul ball. Out. Thank you, Rob. I'm, but I don't know how to sh- like, sh- like just actually. Like yeah. Yeah. It's, it's out of bounds. Hands. If you hit the ball, if you hit the ball, uh, the ball has to hit inbounds before it can go out. It can go out, but it has to hit inbounds first. But it has to get past the first or third baselines. Does that make sense? 
that's fair. And if it Thank hits you. the outside first, it's called a foul ball, which is an automatic strike. Unless you already have two strikes, then you just keep going until you just keep pitching. And then three strikes, you're out. I mean, multiple fouls, but if you... Well, never mind. Yes, you can have multiple fouls up to two, but after you I'm have two... I'm thinking about balls. Like, when... Oh, that's when you want to outside, yeah, it's totally opposite. All right. Know. So, but yeah. What, what we got this week? Darren, anyway. I think you're next. What, what happened with you this weekend, bro? <clears throat> this week? Uh... That was pretty chill. It was just pretty chill. It's been pretty chill. That's all I'm going to say. It's just been pretty chill. We watched Rick and Morty, and that shit was hilarious. New episode is going to come on tonight, too. That shit was hilarious. That was hilarious. That's like one of the only shows I couldn't get into. You didn't like Rick and Morty? It was cool. It was, it was, it was whatever to me. I was impressed about it. Rick and Morty's definitely one of those shows. It had its moments. It did have funny moments. That you got to watch with a drink in hand, you know? I think it's just like hilariously thought out. Like it's 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 genius thought out, but it's hilariously as well. Like in this episode, I don't know if we could do a spoilers alert right now or what. Can you still hear me? Yeah. But let's see if I'll just come back on. You're kind of coming back. Um, as I was saying, uh, in this in this past episode, you get to see like Morty really. Bro, it's just it's just weird. Like from season one to season five right now, you really see how Morty, Summer, and all of them, all of the family actually adjust to having Rick in the house, and that's the funniest part to me. Like, cause they're, they're all, all pretty, they're all pretty pretty much becoming a different version of Rick. Like Summer is pretty much just the the know it all, but at the same time can can chop like can can do any type of mission. By herself, she can go on the missions by herself. Morty, he obviously just he just wants a normal life for a day. I promise you, that <laughs> he just wants a normal life for He's a day. He's tired of that Akira yeah. shit, bro. <laughs> bro, it's genius, bro. It's just genius how they think it out too. It's just it keeps my attention. Well, the shows like that, Final Space. I like to watch anime a lot because it's just shit that you will never really see, and it's it's just wild. It keeps my attention well. Actually, I did see a movie last night. What was that? The Little Things. Have y'all seen that movie? No, what's that about? Yeah. I haven't watched it yet. What's no. that about? Darren? All I can say is I think they're pretty much just trying to start, solve a crime. Oh, don't tell, me, don't tell right. me about it then. I'll check it out. That's, that's all right. I want to say. Like, I'll check it out It's on HBO Max. Part? I'll watch it tonight. Nah, it was on H. It was on... Uh, HBO. I think it's on place. And then I kept on watching Tenant. I keep on watching Tenant. I watched multiple breakdowns of Tenant, and I'm still trying to. There's still parts that I'm a little bit fuzzy on. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep watching Tenant too. I need to watch Lito's it probably like this? two more times. Yeah, he's. A... That's right. Oh, yeah, he That's right. I yes, can't say I'm nothing. Watch shit. You've seen I'll it? check it out. Yeah, I'll definitely I, check it out. I remember the preview. I, I look. I didn't say it was my favorite movie, but I. I will say, um, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a bad you. movie. It wasn't a bad movie. I hated the first, like, two Harry Potters. You don't like Harry Potter? 
first two movies I did like. Oh, I, I think when they were kids, that, uh, that was the best. The Sorcerer's Stone. I liked them when they got darker. When the movies themselves got darker. I mean, that that makes you sense. Why. You understood why. But you have more attachment to I the characters because like. you grew with them, though. That's probably true. You know what else I saw this weekend? The preview for Fast 9. Why are they in space? I stopped How, watching Fast look, and Furious. It, this doesn't even make sense anymore. All right, look, before we go into that, I want you to go, uh, uh, exit and come back. Man. I can see him just fine. Yeah, it's but it's not. It's, it's, it's an OBS. Say something. Yo, 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 yo. We're back. Big bet. All right. So, how are they in space? I just don't get it. Look, people, multiple people said they they fought they fell out with uh fast Fast and the Furious because uh it just got too unreal like it got unrealistic. Me personally, I didn't think that at all. But when you're going into space, is when I'm starting to think like I got maybe I just gotta see it in context with the movie. But this is the first time where I'm like. That and also when they was just driving through buildings in Abu Dhabi, you know, like the last one. It was just like, y'all, y'all tripping. Bezos is going out of space. Why can't they? They got bread. They nah, got man. mechanics. Jeff Bezos is totally different, man. They got bread, bread. When is he they going to space? It. And Darren, is he going to space? You said what? It's as simple as this. As long as people keep seeing the movies, they will keep making the movies. As long as they keep making more money than they spend on it, they're gonna keep making them. Diesel, baby. Simple. You got The Rock. You got John Cena. You got you got everybody. Man, I don't know, man. So I, if look, you I'm not to stop. You got to stop not, supporting these movies. I'm not against them making their money or anything like that. It's just I am. At some point, when do they start fo- focusing on the next generation of these guys? Unless you think there's gonna be a next generation. Well, if they're going to keep it going for this long, they might as well drop the next generation. This they is might where well you find out that they're all vampires. Oh, damn. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, Darren. Just kill oh, it. Yeah. Kill it. No, kill, no. A, kill a good thing. What's What's the Batman quote? You live along, either you live long enough to be a villain or you die the hero or some shit like that, right? What either are we die the about? hero? Or you live long enough to see yourself. They're talking about, talking about how either they should end the Fast and the Furious and die the hero, so like it still be like a great series, yeah. or let them just let love. them just start telling off to the point that we don't even think the early movies was good. Who was it though? I think it was uh, Rob's boy that said um, the second movie is the only one that's actually like really a connoisseur for cars. And I really thought about it, and it was really that's a very on point thing. Very What's the true. Second one? Uh, with, that's where they introduced Tyrese and uh, Ludacris. It's the very first one that they introduced them. Hmm. Yeah, and to me that is true. Like you got into the car a little bit more, the nods and everything. 
It was it was a little bit different. When it, when did it start? Go, when, did, when did it start going? When did it start going downhill? I th- I don't I don't know. I, I don't I won't I don't know. I don't really don't know. I don't know that statement. Has it gone downhill? For me, not really. It's just like at some point, not even military people have this. I'm I'm guessing even like a CIA a CIA agent don't even have this much action in their life. Mm-hmm. So it's just like man, like how like They're if the, there. I don't think arm like army people don't have this much action in their life. At some point, you just gotta be like, bro, y'all been across the whole world. Tyrese had a jet at one point that he owned. With beautiful women on it. Luda, Luda had his own garage at one point. He like everybody looked like like they were just successful and happy. I just don't understand why they just couldn't just be. You know, I'm, I'm gonna sit this mission out, y'all. I'm good. I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay back. I'm good. There's a family. Dog, I'm good. Is that what he said? I'll play back. I'll play back up then. That's what mm-hmm. I would say. I'll play back up. Get me on a Zoom meeting. <laughs> I just. I just stopped watching them. It's not that I, I thought they were bad. I feel like the quality hasn't degraded. No. If anything, the quality is improved in the movies. Yeah. But I just stopped watching, to be honest. After the like the, like the uh, the the special effects, the the cars, all the drifting, all the cool cinematics, yeah. In that sense, the quality has improved in those movies. Now, the dialogue, the character development, I don't think people watch those movies for those. So, I'm not even going to include so that you in don't the score. Judge it on it. That's yeah. I just stopped watching them, to be honest. Like, if I went somewhere and they had it on, I'd watch it. Now we got a really good conversation going. Cause now, I, you know, I'd watch it. I play, think that, that's play, the bro. definition of like cotton candy. Of junk mm. food. That's like junk movie. I mean, I'm I don't not going to argue that I don't that think that's any type of... That's just bullshit, then. It's just bullshit to I'm, me, then. I'm not going to argue that fact. But I mean, if it was on, I'd watch it. Aren't there a lot of action... There's, <laughs> there's a lot of action movies that are just pure action. And that's what we look for when we go to watch it. But when, I've when never there's a turned special it on, action movie, but if it's think, about, think about John Wick compared to your normal action movies that you that come out every single year. The reason people are drawn to it is because it was so stylized and so, and it sexualized that genre so well. And and, and at its pace, we hadn't seen in years. It was new and improved and different, but it was still the same. I mean, I I mean, that's Fast and Furious started off like that. I think, I think the thing that you're saying, Rob, is like they gotta, they're drifting so far away from the. You gotta beat me in a in a race to nice cars and then we gotta get away from these people but we whatever story with the second one to drift in the cars to now it's nothing but the story we're not even having to do nothing about the cars they just help us get out of the situation that we're in at at this point though rob that show has transcended any logic any sensibility in measuring in that fashion like it's just gotten too big. Like, it can't fail at this point. You can literally, like he said, put them on in outer space. And they'll, f- it will work. It will do numbers. Just because it's too big to fail. 
it's too big to fail. You know I what? Think, I, the I, reason why I think this one is not going to fail is because of COVID. Like, like you said, I don't know if you said this on air or before. People, we like, I love going to see movies. Like this one, like last movie I I seen in theaters, I remember it was John Wick uh, three, Parabellum, I believe. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's a great experience. I think a lot of people are just going like it's the mm-hmm. perfect timing for that movie to go. It's either that or Space Jam. People are going to go and see. Space Jam. I'm going to go see Space Jam. I'm going to see Bronny in theaters. Yeah, I think. And so. I'm going to go see the Marvel one, Widow, Black, Black Widow. Widow. Black Widow will be nice. Yeah, I think that'd be dope in theaters. And yeah. The craziest thing is, we were talking about Tenant. I think because Tenant was made to be in theaters, it and, then, was. and then COVID broke out right that's, then and there. And that's the just, crazy part. And I think it would have been so great for them in to in theaters. Back in there. Yeah, that actually. We should rec- we can we can you can request movies, like you can have private screenings. Oh, for, that'd be crazy. That'd be like, crazy. Yeah. Two fifty at Marcus. I'd split it with you. I'd watch it. In, I've never I'll seen it. I'll go with theaters. you guys. That would it. be dope. We should shout out everybody on the podcast. I want to meet us there. <laughs> we could we could record the podcast there during the movie. That would be crazy. That would be, be crazy. We have to take the sound and the video out of Tenet because I'm not getting sued with y'all. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it we out. We could do it. If anybody want to join in, we'll, we'll figure that out. Five dollars ahead. Let's go. Five dollars ahead. That ain't bad. <laughs> that ain't bad. Watch Tenet. Because I think the it was really made for theaters. And when you listen to it just in your own crib, you'd be like, man, yeah, you know, there's supposed to be a little bit of vibration in my seat that I'm supposed to feel when I'm going to happen. You feel me? That Yo, little. <laughs> you feel me? It's crazy you even say that because uh, we was up in Indiana and his people got the, the Sonos surround sound. In, mm-hmm. his, in the house. Oh, that's dope. And uh, when I was watching Pirates of the Caribbean, oh, that shit started man. going. I was like, I turned around, I was like, hey, uh uh-uh. uh. What is it? <laughs> Who is here? <laughs> bro, like, y'all got ghosts in the house? Bro, it's feeling like you in the perfect box of. Man. Like, right. it was real surround sound. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, this is this is how white people live. <laughs> just, just anywhere, man. Y'all, y'all still adopting adults? <laughs> I'm a. <laughs> I'm an African kid. Say, yeah. I will take adoption. He said, I'm different. I'll be the different strokes kid. <laughs> I swear to God, I put that polo shirt on. Man. <laughs> what you talking about, Willis? <laughs> what you talking about? <laughs> nah, man. All right. All right. Uh, y'all want to get into this video? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So, I forget what it's about entirely. But the synopsis is. This lady had a little bit of a different perspective on racism. Different. Okay, let me see this. All right, let's check this out. A Black so. News Tonight exclusive. Last week, we covered how, during a virtual talk at the Yale School of Medicine, Dr. Aruna Kilanani, who was a forensic psychiatrist and psychoanalyst, used language that some considered violent and hostile. Take a listen. As a fantasies of unloading a revolver into the head of any white person that got in my way, daring their body, and wiping my bloody hands as I walked away relatively guiltless. With a gun on my like I did the world After the speech, the Yale School of Medicine released a statement that said, we weighed our grave concern about the extreme hostility, imagery of violence and profanity expressed by the speaker against our commitment to freedom of expression. 
and oh. they decided to make the talk <clears throat> available only. Yeah, you y'all want to read that again? Because uh, I want to read that again. I don't know what the fuck um, you said. What? I just want y'all to. I have fantasies of unloading a revolver into the head of any white person. I got away. I don't want to read this. I feel like <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> I feel like, like I feel like somebody's going to mess up my audio and oh, redo this. Yeah, like, I'm not reading it. Like, you yeah. can press play if you want. I'll read it then. Okay, that's you. I'm sure I'm, you will. I'm not. I'm not saying. No. This, so this is I'm what uh, forensic uh, psychiatrist, psychiatrist and psychoanalyst. What's her name? Aruna Kalinianani? Dr. Aruna Kalinianani. Her picture's on the screen. So this is what she said. I have fantasies of unloading a revolver into the head of any white person that got in my way, burying their in my way, burying their body. And wiping my bloody hands as I walked away relatively guiltless. With a bounce in my step, like I did a world a fuck a effing favor. Okay. That is pretty graphic, I, honestly. Okay, let's go. The Yale School of Medicine released a statement that said, We're watch this whole thing. We weighed this our is... grave concern about the extreme hostility, <laughs> imagery of violence, and profanity expressed by the speaker against our commitment to freedom of expression. And they decided to make the talk available only to people who attended. Mind you, this is a medical school. Joining me now is forensic psychiatrist and psychoanalyst Dr. Aruna Kilanani. Thank you so much for joining me on Black News tonight. Hi. Thanks for having me here. Absolutely. Let's start with April 6th. You gave a mm -hmm. virtual talk uh, at Yale. Yeah. What was your intention? What was the premise of the, of the talk for you? So the intention is to actually talk about unconscious negative feelings. Because if we're not actually aware of unconscious negative feelings, it's going to turn into a violent action. And people who are actually can access and tolerate negative feelings are mentally healthier. So of course I don't wanna kill white people. That's completely ludicrous. Um, but I think through my words, white people feel like they're actually getting murdered because my words are troubling. It's gonna cause the death of their preferred self image, their image that they've had through colonialism of being good, helping and wait. teaching. And as a psychoanalyst, I had a goal which is to access unconscious feelings around race. So my work is actually about accessing unconscious negative feelings and ideas in the unconscious. Um, so I was normalizing negative feelings, which is also what I do in my practice in psychoanalysis and psychotherapy. So I'm gonna read this again. You said, I had fantasies of unloading a revolver into the head of any white person so I didn't that got have in to my way, burying their body and wiping bloody <laughs> hands as I walked away relatively guiltless with a bounce in my step, like I did the world in effing favor. That type of feeling, what, cre first of all, what creates that type of feeling uh, in a person of color toward white mm -hmm. people? And how yeah. common do you believe that feeling is? So the, fe the feeling of frustration and rage is actually very common. Uh, yes, and ta I'm talking about it sort of metaphorically about how difficult it is to actually have an honest, direct conversation with somebody on race because what you're coming up against is defenses. That's not happening, you're the problem, you're seeing things, and it's that level of frustration. So I'm talking metaphorically about the level of frustration and 
and I'm not speaking literally, but I am speaking about a futility, a feeling of futility about not being able to move further in a conversation. And I think that that feeling is very, is very common amongst people of color. Have you ever expressed that fantasy before in an academic setting or any other formal professional setting? Uh, no, but in not around race, but I think around fantasies of killing are actually very common among psychoanalysts. It's like sort of the work that we do. Um, and talking about that kind of stuff in forensic psychiatry is also very common. I think it got flagged because it's around race. Hmm. That, that was my next question. I mean, you're a trained yeah. uh, expert. You're trained in psychoanalysis. Mm -hmm. And when we think about psychoanalysis, I mean, we enter all kinds of spaces around violence, around sex, around all. I mean, what, what's in the mind is boundless, right? But, but yeah. something different happened here. Were you shocked that in a context where you're around peers, around other people who sort of know the various precincts of the mind that you can travel to, were you surprised that you got this kind of response? Um, are you talking about the aftermath or what, which part are you talking about right the now? Is what happened over the past oh, actually, that, 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 that's a great point, right? So I guess the first yeah. question is because most of us only got to hear it. We didn't get to see it because the audio was leaked. Uh, first right. of all, what, what was the response from the people in the in the room? And was that different right. than the response was... from people? I First of all, I, I, I got to say this. I think this brother's sure. doing a pretty damn good job. I got to say that right now. He's pretty yeah. sick so far. All right, keep going. All right. Black news tonight. Outside. There you go. So from the people in the room, it was all positive. It was something that I had never seen in a Grand Rounds before, which is all the people of color were speaking up and speaking up first. And something interesting also happened, which is a lot of the white people felt sort of emotionally safe enough to ask vulnerable questions, to put themselves out there, but it was an overwhelmingly positive response. I always expect so. Wow. So the yeah. controversy comes afterward. And when, we're going to take a short break. We're going to come back. And I want to talk about the controversy after and why you think that's happening. Everybody stay with me. We'll be back with more of an exclusive BNT interview right after this. So she had a Welcome different back view. to Black News Tonight. I'm still here with Dr. Aruna Kilanani as we talk exclusively about her content of her virtual talk, The Psychopathic Problem of the White Mind. Before we talk about the kind of consequences, there are... Of, of is that her speech. book? Wait, what was that? Some of the, the white mind about her content oh. of her virtual talk, the psychopathic problem of the white mind. That's her talk. Before we talk name, about dog. the kind of consequences there mm -hmm. of, of your speech, I want to talk a little bit more about some of the things that you said in the speech that I thought were interesting and compelling. You said, "This is the cost of talking to white people, uh, the cost mm -hmm. of your own life as they suck you dry. There are no good apples out there. White people mm -hmm. make my blood boil." When you say there are no mm -hmm. good apples out there. Uh, yeah. what, do you, what do you, what kind of claim are you making? I'm talking about people have this idea that um, racism is something that if you're consciously racist or if you're a Klan member, and I'm sort of making the claim that racism is something that is unconscious and it is actually in everyone. And everyone uses these words systemic. They're like, you know, I, I, you, I'm, I know that racism is systemic. And yet individually, when you call them out, they'll, they'll be like, well, it's not me. You can't say that. And so there's a disconnect between use of the word systemic and saying that racism is everywhere, but the moment you point it out individually, there's sort of people disown their own violence and racism. Ooh. Would it be fair to say, yeah, based on your expertise, that white people are psychopathic? 
I think I, I think so. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm that there's many lies that, and I had didn't get to that part because what I delivered was only um, part of a first series of talks. But the way the level of lying that white people do that has started since colonialism, we're just used to it. Hmm. Such what as every time you, sure, every time hmm. that you um, you you steal a country you loot you say you've discovered something i mean this is this le this level of lies actually part of history we don't say that we killed all these people we got rid of all the native americans we say we discovered america no i think that would you be a lot more you don't talk about the level of you know, can we death. pause that real you don't quick talk about the level you know i think in in reality We would respect our own country if they just kept it a buck and said exactly what the fuck they did. I mean, not, not even apologize for it or anything. Just realized it, put that shit in history. Like you did this shit and own it, because you can't. We look like we always look at other people as bad because they're doing something, but in reality, this whole land is like exactly what she just said. It's just a hundred percent what she just said. I and I having, think we will respect that a lot more if they just own that shit. I was having a conversation with a <laughs> hardcore Trump supporter uh -oh. um this weekend in Indiana. Flags five country, whatever they call it. And he was like, You probably didn't like Trump, did you? I was like, he wasn't my favorite person. And, you know, we had this little conversation. I was like, you know, the only reason why I didn't fuck with Trump was because he acted like his shit didn't stink. Now, I'm cool if you want to do back house, take back roads, whatever you want to do, cut some corners, want to be shady, fine with me. Just let it be known that's what you're doing. Don't try to flip the script and, and, oh, I know I'm doing this, but look what they're doing over here. Nah, just be like, yeah, that's what we're doing. End of conversation. And I, I would have been cool with that. I would have been cool with that. I don't know. I don't know. I would have been cool with that. As long know. as you tell me, you know, this is this. And that's it. Cool. I would have been cool. I would have been more cool with him, I should say. If you just kept it a buck. Kept it a buck with me. But you didn't do it in an asshole way. Is that what you're saying? Even if you did it in an asshole way, if you just kept it a buck with me, I would have been more on his side than I was. That's all that I'm trying to make the point of. That's more little confused. You're saying you would be more on with, you would have rocked with him more if he would have just told you what it was. If he had just kept it a buck? Well, Stop all the lying shit. He, oh, no, he didn't. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah there's too much lying. Yeah, but I what agree. politician keep, that acts like their shit doesn't stink? I, I, and that's what I'm saying. I agree like, with that too. if they just keep it a buck. But nobody keeps it a buck. There'd be so many less issues. Nobody keeps it a feel, buck. I feel. Bernie Sanders would have. I feel Bernie kept it a buck. Joe's trying. There's like one Bernie Sanders out of every thousands of politicians. And I get that. And that's the problem. That is just keep it a bike. You know, like, it's wanna, not that hard. I just want to take the time out to say, you know, George Washington was 100% against the two-party system. Look it up. See your history. But I'm going to leave that out for the people. George Washington was like, slaves. Like this lady yeah, right here. Look, Rob, stop. Look, hold on, bro. No, we got to stop this. 
it, we got to stop saying everybody's bad because of one thing. The problem is, is exactly that. There is always going, you're always going to be on one side of something. In reality, America has a real problem and it's all, it's the separation thing. It's the real, it's the legitimate, if, whether it's classism, racism, whatever ism you want to throw into it, or Democrat, Republican, whatever thing you want to throw into it, that is not the problem. That is true. You could have a different set of opinions. And that was the past. I can't, like, I can't, I can't. I didn't live back then. I don't know what I would have been back then. So I can't, I can't. Okay, fair. Fair enough. Fair enough. Or a free man. Then they probably would have kidnapped you and made you a slave. That's not always what happened. That's have you read Have you read 12 Years of Slave? It's a movie and a book. Did you watch the movie? It's possibly a truth, but it's... It was based off his... Uh, it's based off his... Uh, what do you call it? Diary. Diary. Okay, thanks. The slave not a reading right back then? He was a So he was a free man. He was a free man. He was, he was a really educated free man. And they kidnapped him and said, you're a slave. And he and he was a slave for about 12 years of his life on uh, and like, on bullshit until they you know, until his people kept down and found him. Wow. So one of his like white friends was like, yo, he, this is a free man. What You got to get him as a slave and got him I off the plantations. You, it was sad, you, bro. That shit's sad as hell. I bet you when the whole Liberia thing happened, he was like, yeah, I'm out. I can't do this shit no more. I'm going back to Liberia. Mm-hmm. I bet I'll you bet. he was one of them. I would have. At that point, I would have. I would say if you don't want to watch the read the book, watch the movie. Yeah, the movie's pretty solid. I mean, like this lady's over here keeping a buck at Yale. Yeah, let's keep look how positive. Let's keep on going with this. Like politicians, like if I pull up to the politician and let's say I really wanted tomatoes to be illegal, and I was like, "Yo, can we make tomatoes illegal?" And he looked at me. He was like, "That's fucking stupid. What's wrong with you? Get out of my face!" I'd be like, "You know, it was kind of fucking stupid. I should ask for something better." What? I'm trying to be funny, Rob. Oh my God, you can laugh. We're talking about racism. I thought you. Were, I thought you were to trying funny. to. I thought you were trying to make. I thought you. Were, I thought you had a really bad like metaphor for, for what a you were what? trying to say. No, I thought you just had like a really bad metaphor. I was confused. It is also. I was bad like tomatoes. Metaphor. Where's this going? If I had tomatoes, whatever. Oh shit. Are so you ready see. to talk back around or something? You said what? Are you ready to? Get back into talking about racism. Yeah, let's do this. ...of what actually occurred. You wiped the, the slate clean, you sanitized the violence, and you actually got lost along the way. You're trying to go to India. And then you say you discovered something. And this level of, of discovery is everywhere. You've discovered vegetarianism. You know, you've discovered, you've discovered yoga. You've discovered everything is a discovery, and it's all actually stolen. Yeah, so what you're talking about at this is. point is a kind of macro level, systemic, structural kind of thing. But you're mm-hmm. also trained to think about the psyche, which is about the individual at a certain level. Absolutely. To what extent can we say that individual white people are psychopathic or unhealthy or out of their minds? I'm using this language for those who are watching. I'm using this language based on what was in the speech and based on uh, other work that, that's been published. Uh, this isn't my necessarily my personal opinion. It's the analysis here. Do you think... To what extent can we say that individual white people are this thing versus saying that there's a culture of theft, a culture of colonialism? And can we? And is there a useful distinction to be made between the two? I think that I think people, I think people, there is a useful distinction to be made. And on one level, yes, that's absolutely true. And and you know, it's it's different than than actual 
um, individual psychopathy the way that people conceive of it. On another level, when we are thinking about individual responsibility and how it is that people change, I think that using the words um, systemic and there's a culture operate defensively to not actually let yourself go into your own unconscious and go into those dark places of what you're actually doing. So I'm actually talking about it sort of as a defensive structure, like not acknowledging that on an individual level, I think can operate as a defense. You say that we need to remember that directly talking to white people is a waste of time. It's useless, you say, because they are at the wrong level of conversation. Addressing racism assumes that white people can see and process what we're talking about. If white people are incapable of being engaged on race, and there's a structural yeah. dynamic that makes it somewhat impossible, or at least makes racism intractable, then are we in a place of hopelessness around racism? What are we to do? No, I was talking about a feeling, a feeling of futility, right? So I'm, I'm talking hmm. metaphorically about a feeling of futility, and the disconnect that I'm talking about is that white people actually, they have a different conscious experience of themselves rather than, than what they're actually doing. So my entire first series is what is the disconnect between their identity, how they see themselves, and what they're actually doing? What is the disconnect between their actions and how they view themselves? So I'm saying the reason they can't get it at this moment in time and what the first series is, is what is white identity? How do they view themselves that is actually very different from their actions? So sort of naming that problem first so that we can actually move forward and talk about race. Sometimes we say things and we, hurt, we do harm with our words, we upset people, and we regret it. And then there are times mm -hmm. where we have to say, at least I believe, that just because white people are mad doesn't mean we did anything wrong, right? Uh, right. that we shouldn't infantilize white people, we shouldn't center white people all the time. Uh, mm -hmm. Which one of these are we dealing with in the case of your lecture at Yale? Is this a situation where you feel like you did some things that you could do differently or that you did harm that was unintended? Or is this a case where white people are upset because they're being named and outed and, 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 and subjected to scrutiny? So I think the way that I framed the lecture was I sort of said that what is happening in this space is I'm giving you since conversation around race is always hard, I'm inviting you into a room where we talk about you. And this is sort of a special invitation to first see how we view you, because that might be very different than your conscious experience of yourself. So it's sort of an invitation into sort of a sacred space to see how it is that white people are actually viewed. So mm -hmm. if you were able to give the speech, or if you give the speech again, uh, would you use the same example? Would you would you appeal to the same uh, fantasy metaphor, uh, and or would you do something different? Well, it's it, you have to keep in mind the audience, right? So the audience that I spoke to are psychiatrists and mental health workers, and I'm talking about psychoanalytic stuff. And if they can't go there into those dark places, then I'm not sure like how we're going to be able to move forward. I do think that if it's, an, if it's a different audience, I probably wouldn't have used those metaphors. Um, mm. And you know, I, I would cater it to who the audience is and what I feel like they're able to tolerate. But people in our profession are actually used to sitting with very dark feelings. It's our job to metabolize negative feelings. It's our job to make connections between the conscious and the unconscious. That is what we do. We, in our practices, we learn, we teach people how to tolerate those very dark places in their life that they normally can't actually go.
and that's actually where we need to go in order to move forward on race. So I'm speaking to a group of highly trained individuals, uh, medical professionals that are trained in doing this kind of thing and understand the importance of going into negative feelings because if you can't actually tolerate your negative feelings, um, they're gonna come out in actions and they'll actually harm yourself and you'll harm someone else as well. So for that Since audience, this audio I has it. been leaked. <laughs> Since that? this audio was leaked, you have been. Uh, since this audio was leaked, you've been a target of the right. You've been on every conservative dartboard. Um, yep. What's life been like for you? Uh, it wasn't fun. <laughs> Definitely wasn't fun. It's been really hard because, like I said, that this talk was for a certain group of people. And imagine that the group of people, like I said, that I. This talk was for people who want to understand and are ready to hear about their own violence. That is how I framed it. Now, and I think of it in the sort of like the same way I think about psychotherapy. People come into psychotherapy and they come into psychoanalysis who, who are ready. They're ready to actually reflect. They don't wanna keep saying the, the problem is outside of me, it's the world, it's my boyfriend, it's my child, it's this. They, they know that they need to do the inner work. Now imagine that the talk suddenly got leaked to the very same population of people that aren't ready to do the work. And, and they actually don't think that there's a problem. So if you no, aren't no, ready to do the work and you don't think there's a problem, what's gonna happen? You're the problem. Yeah. It would be like me exactly. going around you, the world would be like, you need to do a second. You, you become the problem. I mean, that's exactly the point, yeah. right? Is that they have decided right. that there is a problem, but it's you because any type of, any type of race talk is the problem. And so anyone who mentions right. race or names race becomes the problem and there's a way that your speech gave them a very convenient out doctor doc, doctor we have to go but um thank you so much for sharing your your, your video the reason why i laughed is because when you went to the comments somebody was like uh she gets paid to say these things i'm in the wrong profession i was like you I am. Right? there you go rob <laughs> you got a new job no oh, she's she, she's kind of different uh she kind of cleaned it up at the end yeah i see what she was saying that about like uh but at the same time i don't i don't know what i see what she was saying that right? she made it for a specific audience but you can't say that shit though right she made it for a specific audience though like she said so you can say whatever you want that's freedom of speech she's not like going to jail for that and it like and like she said it was a metaphor exactly not only that it wasn't for people is it a cr kind of a crazy metaphor uh, yeah, but for for that specific audience, I guess this should get the point across. Absolutely. Yes. Especially if you're nine to five is, is hearing about Jimmy wanting to kill his mom. But the thing is, is there really a problem with um your whole life, everything that you've known, because of everything in the world has pedestalized your people. And then somebody says, "Wait, hold on. The rest of the world don't don't look at you like that. In reality, you took you took a good amount of stuff. You took a lot of it, and you just claimed it, you just claimed it and said it was yours. <clears throat> Is there something wrong with that? I mean, that's my question. Is there something you teach wrong? Teach kids the first thing, you know, don't steal, don't cuss, don't you know, don't fight, things like that, right? So why is it any different?" For a group of people, I guess. A group, I mean, but the thing is to tell you that you're doing. Think about telling somebody who's like 40 some odd years old that no, you're really, you're not, you're not, you're not, no. 
Like, we got to... Like, y'all didn't really even the, find them there. This pedestal that you're, like, up on, we're going to knock it all the way down. Like, you're not as... You're, we One can even debate. I don't even want to say this, but because, yeah, I'm not hurt. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. They good at taking stuff. Rob, what you think? Uh... Rob's gone. I feel like she. I feel like she felt filled all her, her all. I feel like she filled all her holes that she was trying to cover. Um, all like the plot holes that I had. I I kind of feel like this was kind of clickbaity. Um, but she covered up all the plot holes I have. I kind of want to hear like the conservative people what the conservatives think. So I kind of want to go to the comment section and see what the. Conservatives. They heard that sound bite and they probably went off. But she had a little different. But we don't I don't think we have enough time for all that. But I was that's why I'm looking at the comments real quick. This lady is completely insane. Five likes. He actually he actually has has actual patience. Wow. Well yeah, that's the thing, bro. Like most people don't believe if you don't believe in therapy or you don't believe in that you should go to therapy, that's one thing, right? But to tell somebody else what they should be hearing and while they're in therapy, that's just judging. I feel like that's just judging. You feel me? Welcome to America. I think I think I think they're right. Cuz you see this conversation judge. that these people are we having. Truly judge on the stupidest stuff. I can't read it. It's this funny. has nothing to do with people. Now, if, like if like if her patient actually went and did something and this came out now probably she's in, she she in some trouble. Violence is clearly a part of humanity and existed since almost the beginning. I don't know that. Wait, what is this? So just read the whole thing. So wow, this is let's I'm gonna so I'm gonna read it out loud. Wow, this is really a clear picture of where we're at. On one, on the way to normalize violence with absolute lightness. Surprised how she shows no remorse as she didn't say anything wrong apparently. And she gets invited to even. And she gets invited on a TV talk, on TV to talk. I don't see problems, really. This world is seriously fucked. The person next to her said, says she's literally a psychologist who deals with people's dark fantasies. Human psychology is uh, fascinating, and violence is part of that uh, we like to pretend to, that belongs to other humans, but it's part of us all, and should be discussed and processed more openly to prevent people from acting on it. I'm talking about you, but uh, yeah, violence so. is part of us. Like violence is part of us, bro. Mary, bro, I, I don't understand. We live in this. We live in the Western world where it was the wild, wild west at one point. We just talked about how this country was taken, founded. And we, but we, we, we well, it's like we're so quick to shy away from the actual conversation, but we'll watch a movie about that has violence in it, but we're, we don't want to talk about nothing. So weird that we want to be entertained by everything that we're, that we don't want to talk about. In some Eastern That's countries. That's thing. That's funny you say uh, that. In some Eastern countries, like you can watch more, like over here, how we have things that are sexualized or rated R mm -hmm. for adults over there. 16, 17, you can watch those. But action movies where there's killing, you have to be 21 to watch. It makes sense. Just say To a certain extent, it makes sense. But also, <laughs> well, you say, where, where is that? Different parts of the world. 
different. Well, think so, about. We'll also yeah, think about this. Things like that. We also come from a place where they used to watch hangings, beheadings, mm-hmm. like publicly. Exactly, and that would just. What we, But we act like. But we act like. That was to deter the society from doing what that guy did. See what happens when you do bad shit. That's what got, that was. My thing is, we so quick to cancel people or cancel people. Uh, just not even try to talk to people or not even listen to them because freedom of speech is. I don't know. I I, just, I don't. I get very confused with people. It's like because everybody has freedom of speech, nobody makes sense. You know, if you're a professional in your field, you probably make sense, right? Sure. Like for example, um, you know computers. We gotta wrap up soon. All right. All right. I'll leave it at that. You know computers. I'll go to you for computers. I'm not gonna question. What you going to tell me about a computer? You're not going to question what I tell you about this computer after a five-minute Google search of what you've done. <laughs> like, that's what people would do. Like, if yeah. I went to my mechanic the, and he told me this and that was wrong, I'd be like, cool. But I'm not going to be like, well, I Googled it, and I think it might but, be... But that's different because it's such a, a on-point thing, right? That's man-made. It's a thing. The brain is not man-made. Everybody's different. Everybody has a different brain and a different way of thinking. You gotta work and if out. we don't at least welcome that conversation in America, then, then the people that really got a problem with what she's saying and not willing to actually talk about it in a, in a constructive... Just cancel her? Because yeah. I don't want to talk. It makes me uncomfortable. Well, then go somewhere. You shouldn't, yeah. you shouldn't click on it. Go somewhere. Why are you uncomfortable? Do you think that you doing something that needs you to be murdered... No, you don't. Then let's talk about it. Because she does. How much time we got left, Rob? Uh, no, like zero. Zero seconds. Stop. We got to wrap up now. All right, man. All right. Wait, this, so wrap up there. Fault. Like, wrap up. All right, go ahead. My fault. Wrap up. This one. All right. So thank you all once again for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. Uh, we're on. We're live every Sunday on Twitch when we can. Uh, we upload every Tuesday on uh, Anchor. We upload to YouTube Tuesday night as well. So make sure you keep watching our channel. Also, make sure you're checking out our TikTok uh, at Inspired by Ambition. Check out our social medias, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And lastly, make sure you check us out on um, InspiredByAmbitionPro.com. Darren's wearing his dope shirt right now. Go check that out. Uh, Keep supporting the podcast. Keep supporting the brand. We appreciate you guys. Peace out. Bye. Peace. Inspired by Ambition Gear at Inspired by Ambition Pro.